0: Senseless
1: matter, this matter, this matter, this matter,
0: this matter,
2: Senseless matter experts. Catch some blessings, never stress it. That's the only recipe. What's for breakfast? I don't mess with. What's your preference? Way to see. Wrong or right? That's every night. It's black and white like referees. Ain't like them SMEs. Catch the fight with way to be? Ain't the type to let you leave. Too polite to let you breathe. If it's lightning, then it's striking once or twice. Then let it be. If you liked it and you typed it, then we might just go and breathe. If it's boring but important, what's the point of being free? Senseless matter experts. Starbucks, they can suck my dick. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's how we started this one off today, <laughs> hey, that's y'all.
1: That's how we started off. Wait, what was that, Dre? I don't think they heard Starbucks, they can suck my dick.
3: <laughs>
2: I
1: hear hey, you. I hear you. Hey, welcome
2: to Sisters Matter Experts. S- M.E. It's your boy T here. And your boy Fred Wynn. We got a fresh one, we boy. We do. You're, I guess you already know what we're talking about, man. <laughs> we get on to Starbucks, man. We got an expert in here, uh, Dre, man. He already let you know how he feel about the whole Starbucks situation. Word. Say it one more time so they understand, Dre. They got it the first time. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Bill Fogg. What up, though? Glad hey. to have you here, man.
4: <clears throat> what up? What
2: up? We got the expert over here on the mic. 911. Say what up, though?
0: Orange
4: mocha frappuccino. Combo <laughs> <laughs> macchiato. <laughs> hey. Hey, macchiato.
2: Yo, these cats here is wild, man. These cats here is wild. Man, today's topic, man, is about Starbucks. 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 I don't know if anybody has been watching what's going on as of lately, but... Starbucks has definitely been on top of the news, social media, everything else. It all started with two young black men that were in Starbucks waiting for another to arrive. And while waiting, the manager came and asked them to leave and said, you know, can you please leave? And they, I guess they didn't because, like I said, they were waiting for somebody else. Manager called the police on them, had them arrested for trespassing.
1: Put them cuffs on.
2: As a result, instantly, black Twitter took hold of Starbucks, Okay. Um, kill Starbucks wanted to boycott Starbucks and everything. The CEO quickly grabbed the reins and said, What has happened? We will look into A day later, he said the manager that was involved in this no longer works at the store. And as of day three or four, the manager has come and said out that as of May 29, 2018, 8,000 stores, Starbucks, will all be closed to perform racial training. Mm-hmm. That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, he hit. What's your thoughts on the whole situation? I, I figured you was gonna go straight to it. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah. yeah, you yeah. Go let, let, Noah, let's start off first at your thoughts on the situation that started, that sparked this whole uh, scenario.
1: <sighs> All right, I got a hat, man. Let me put my hat on. Go ahead. All right. So, do we know um, the name of this hat? Nope. Okay. Uh, nope uh i was gonna put my corporate hat on but i'm gonna put, I'm gonna put my, my regular hat my black hat there you go it's the only hat i've had since 81 you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying so uh <sighs> extremely disrespectful and uh definitely a level of racism mm-hmm. i don't care which level you want to put it at for two black men who are waiting on somebody to pick them up for them to sit down in a store Where several people, thousands, if you want to say millions of people have sat in a Starbucks establishment without a purchase Mm -hmm. waiting on someone or doing work on a laptop or just enjoying a Starbucks vibe. It happens all the time, every single day um, in every single city where there's a Starbucks, regardless if they have a you need to patronize me and buy something in order to use my wi-fi whatever the case you you, whatever you want to build there are plenty of people that walk into a starbucks and sit there and these two black men were no different and there was an assistant manager that felt some type of way and uh, uh called the police on him scared out his mind that something was about to pop off and these two black men were escorted out in cuffs and in according to the Starbucks release, uh, they said they were disappointed these individuals were arrested. So I'm going to even say they were arrested. Yeah. They were cuffed because of this situation and arrested For because of this situation. Yeah. And I am disgusted that such a thing actually happened inside of one of my favorite brands in retail, uh, in the restaurant industry, Starbucks. So, um, I don't know if there's more to say beyond what happened to these black to these two black men. That is anything less of disgrace, anything less of disrespectful, anything less of racism um, that they have definitely uh, endured and have felt. And which is extremely visible to the rest of the nation, Uh, they should not have been treated as such and uh, to 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 more information that has been released there's been other videos or clips or people sharing where you know there was a guy that went to the restroom mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or asked somebody for a restroom code that wanted to go pee in a Starbucks without buying a Mac caramel macchiato uh, and he was not given the code but recorded a white guy walking out the bathroom and said hey Did you buy something? And Dude said nope. So he got the code and was able to go to the bathroom. So there are levels of this, and what we're seeing right now with Starbucks, uh, at least with these two instances, definitely a level of racism and bias um, as it relates to white folks versus black folks uh, using Starbucks as a facility. So I won't say using Starbucks. Um, as a patron and buying but using starbucks as a facility in this second instance this white guy used it to go to the bathroom and ain't buying nothing. this black guy was trying to do the same and they didn't provide him with those same consistency right is my is my point those same privileges um and that in itself is disgraceful and that in itself is a level of racism um, so my initial point is they're wrong.
2: Right. I think I think one of the terms that you missed out on and that I haven't seen mentioned mm-hmm. is Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. This 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 is very familiar to the Jim Crow. Mm-hmm. Um, whites get certain privileges over blacks mm-hmm. in, in these establishments. Yeah, We're equal you're allowed to come in, but these are the only things you can do. That these are the only things that blacks can do. These are things that whites can do. Whites can come in here and sit and do business. Blacks, you either you order something and get out. Mm-hmm. Um, whites, you can use our establishment for other things than buying. You know, Like you said, brought up the restroom situation. Blacks, if you want to use our restroom, you better spend some money. Yeah, um, A yeah. very 2018 Jim, Jim crow Um That's my thoughts on it. Bill Fold, um you're in retail. What's your thoughts on the
4: situation as a manager? Man, this is a, a tough one for me um, because... I rock with Starbucks, right? So it's always tough when you frequent at a place, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Facts. I'm guilty of, you know, I go to Starbucks once a week, buy for my store at Starbucks. Um, I was disappointed <clears throat> with the, I, I didn't see the, the bathroom one, but I did see the, um, the two black guys who were uh, escorted out by police and, um, And it's always uncomfortable when you're seeing uh, people get escorted out when they, you know, it's one thing if you're in there being obnoxious or, you know, doing something that is uh, whatever you deem, I guess, worthy of being escorted out. I didn't see that in in the video. And the thing that uh, I guess stuck out to me was you had some white people in the store mm-hmm. who were, you know, advocates of, Hey, what'd they do? Right. They didn't do nothing. I didn't see them do anything. Why are they being escorted out by the authorities? So it just didn't feel right watching it on the, you know, on Instagram is where I saw that. So, uh, not to get, you know, too deep into that, but it just didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't see it because I, I, Plenty of people go in there. They got free Wi-Fi. Yeah. Right? So, I know people who go to Starbucks, have interviews, have just business meetings, um, and they're not all necessarily buying stuff. They're just using it as a place to, you know... As a cafe. Yeah, whatever you mm. know, whatever it is you want to do. So, uh, I didn't like it. I, I didn't like the way it feel, and it, it definitely didn't look good to see it. Um, and that's all I'll say for now But okay. I will speak more on the uh what's happening on may what twenty ninth may twenty ninth we'll,
2: we'll we'll get to that we'll definitely I get to will that. speak more on that Nine one one. um you come from a, a a background um where you know you could been you could have been the one that was causing the situation um not saying how you, how the police re- reacted was right or wrong um this is this is all about starbucks. But uh, give us your thoughts on the situation.
3: Um, Well,
0: so I don't think it's anything specific specific enough in that situation where I take issue with Starbucks corporately and their uh, policies or anything. I don't think they have a written policy to discriminate or... uh, Enf- enforce personal biases against different races, ethnicities people based on their appearance or skin color. Uh, I think that was uh, based on that individual person who was in management of that particular location to uh, pretty much make decisions where they ended up the way that they end up going. Um, so like I said, which we'll get to uh, later talking about their response and what they are talking about doing moving forward and the removal of the manager uh i think is a good thing because i don't think that was something that they were necessarily at fault for and saying that well this is our normal practice is what it was doing starbucks has been around for a long long time and it's just been a meetup place Mm -hmm. for people of you know whatever all races um Ethnicities, purposes uh, Whether it's you know Just socializing or academic Or you're having a business meeting people go to Starbucks Any coffee house that you can think of Whether it's your local shop uh, That's unique to your city uh, Small business or any other chain Shout
2: the, out to Coffee Cone man Black owner in Cone Charlotte Cafe, University, in University area. area
0: Shout out uh, but I, I don't think it was necessarily uh, I, I, I don't hold it strongly against Starbucks as a brand that manager's actions because i don't think he was taught to do that or he was trained to do that
1: okay now now hit me with how you feel about the assistant manager manager's actions
0: uh the manager's actions um led to him being
2: fired mm-hmm. ultimately, oh, ultimately, let or let go. mutual <coughs> mutual is what i'm hearing i heard i heard that they he, he no longer that manager i don't know if it was he or she. That manager no longer works at that store. That was the statement that was released. Yeah, what I
1: saw was there's some around a mutual agreement whether he's no longer with the company. Oh, got it. Okay, yeah. okay. I
2: mutual that. again. He I yeah. don't
1: know if he was fired, let go, or given a severance. Who mm-hmm. knows? Who cares? However, he no longer works for Starbucks. Okay. So nine one one. How do you feel about how everything transpired in that location with that with that manager?
0: So. The manager, as I was saying, no longer works there. If you want to choose to word it, from mm-hmm. the, the details. I didn't see his separation agreement or whatnot, so uh, I don't think any of us knows that specifically, whether Agreed. it was a termination or a mutual walk away or our exi- resign. Facts. For the person that we don't know that, so we can speculate on it if we want to, but they released it. He no, he's no longer employed there. Correct. So ultimately, his decision did cost him his employment, one way or the other—voluntary, mutual, or he just was fired. Uh, so there, there was a consequence that came from his action. However, it came, uh, and, and, and it should have. So that's that's my thoughts on that because it, it said was, it wasn't called for. It was definitely his, you know, bias against someone. There was no actions that have been artic- articulated as far as what these patrons were doing, as opposed to anybody else. It was in the coffee house that was alarming, where they needed to be removed from the place and uh, be escorted out, and police needed to be called.
2: Word, so. Dre. Give us your thoughts on the situation that transpired.
3: I don't like nothing about it.
2: Mm. Um, for
3: me. I I respect opinions, you know, I don't let nobody sway by opinions, nobody's opinion in here is obviously swayed, everybody spoke different points, pretty much the same thing, I kind of feel like that's some, I'm finna put these dudes out, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean, Uh, these black dudes, yeah, I'm about to put them out, type of deal, Mm -hmm. Uh, why them, I'm calling it racist, i didn't like anything about it you know not to go too far because my 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 deal now was more on the on the may 29th thing because in the early stages i was i was semi able to separate the person from starbucks so the person's let go i can start my recovery Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. uh his recovery of the incident. Like, yeah. okay, maybe, maybe I can deal with Starbucks like, eventually in the future. Like, still, I, I wasn't... <laughs> as soon as it happened, I was done. Yeah. Uh, because I've worked in hospitality. I deal with... I've dealt with probably 75% of, of the, the world. You know, there's just some, some people in some places that don't come to the U.S. Uh, not that they're not welcome, but they just don't come here. But... You know, people came into my places all the time, sat down, chilled, done nothing, used the restroom. I never thought twice about it, uh, no matter why I was working. But, yeah, I was I was able to start my recovery a little bit. I still wasn't going to shop with them. Uh, and I'm still going to encourage people not to shop with them. Mm-hmm. But, but Which May, is all right. May 29th sparked a whole...
1: New issue with me. I can't wait to get to May 20th. Yeah, so, that's that's going to be a good one eventually. Yeah, so, okay. Did we already hear from, uh, from Bill Fold? Yes. Okay. We are
2: from, from all the experts. Uh, <clears throat> since you brought up Bill Fold, one thing Bill Fold uh, brought up was the um, actions of the white patrons in the video. Um, a lot of them seemed upset. <clears throat> and, and one of my issues that I have with um non blacks is their willpower to step forward and say what's right and what's wrong. You know, they'll they'll say, oh okay, but they won't stand up and say, you know, this is wrong. They won't tell a police officer, you know, some will but not all, you know. Um I think that's what lacked at an, in in the situation. Um, it could it po- possibly help the situation, don't know uh and what what lacked again the the, the support from non blacks that was that was within the establishment you know, they could have came forward and talked to the manager and said, hey, what is you know, why are the police being called with this person? You know, when the, person, when the manager said I'm about to call the police, I'm sure that it wasn't only the manager and the two black people that heard that the police was about to be called. The, the situation could have been de-escalated on many levels by numerous people before so, the police arrived. So
1: are you including patrons in that? Or Correct. I am.
2: Yeah, because that's what, that's what we're talking about. Yeah.
1: I, I doubt that. Because the patrons were... Eh, And to their, uh, and and well, I just say, and to my appreciation of what I saw video wise, Uh there were patrons that were one, recording it, two, in the video saying, what the heck did these two individuals do? Right. Like, why are y'all even. So I think there were patrons on the side of us here saying yo i think that there there's something wrong happening right now right like why are y'all doing this there was a white individual standing a white male standing right there saying y'all are wrong like they didn't do nothing they've been sitting here chilling this entire time why are y'all cuffing them and taking them outside right now
2: yeah and and we didn't see the video what happened beforehand but i sometimes feel like like that statement should have been made before the police were called you know, instead yeah. that, I'm saying, but why we, are they why are they being cut? But again, why, I, why are I the police being called? I don't you know? want
1: to I don't want to go into the assumption piece. Yeah, that's true. That that's the, real that talk. That, 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 the, that, the, that the that the patrons knew because I don't think they did. Right. I think they were watching, sitting, chilling, enjoying themselves. Probably non-buyers sitting there enjoying right. Wi-Fi And saw cops come in and cup two black people and was like. What the hell's going on? Right. Like they weren't doing nothing just like we weren't doing nothing. Why are they you know what I'm saying? Why are they getting cuffed. Right. So I, I don't think I think the assistant manager had a feeling and maybe somebody else behind that, you know, barista mm-hmm. bar said, mm-hmm. you know, I don't feel comfortable and you know, maybe the assistant manager acted, or maybe he was the one that felt that way and acted regardless. The feeling was wrong. The act was wrong. It does wrong. You know, and we also still don't know if there was any type of Conversation that happened between the Starbucks staff and, and the patron. those two individuals. Those are, you're right. You're right. We, we don't know that. All we know is um, the assistant manager acted, mm-hmm. and uh, there were white individuals sitting there engaging with the cops, saying, engaging with the police department, saying, "Hey, uh, what's going on? Why?" And the two individuals, individual in the video, the two black folks that got arrested. Didn't say anything. That's all we saw. Right. I'm sure there's more information out there. That's what we've seen and what we all know as a crew right now down here in SME saying what the hell's going on. Bill Folk.
4: Uh, so one of the things that hasn't been brought up yet that I think is important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we as black people, we just got to be careful with uh, blanketing like different occurrences for. So you take. The police in the situation. A lot of people jumped on, you know, the police mm-hmm. and how they, you know, escorted the two black gentlemen out the store. So, <clears throat> I've been in retail for years, right? And I'm a store manager, right? So, the thing that we have to keep...
1: Hey, shout out, man. Bill Fodor out here making that money. <laughs> look, at, look at that ball drop. He dropped that ball quick. I make money. Nah, Speak
4: on hey, it. Hey. <laughs> so, the one thing Facts. we got we to keep at the forefront is if the store manager, assistant manager, or whoever, once they call the police, right, yeah, you can have other people in the store who are saying, hey, what? why are they being escorted out, whatever, whatever, whatever. But the manager or the assistant manager, you know, they have discretion, right? So yep, whatever agreed. it is that they think. Was going on, whether right, wrong, or indifference
1: they're empowered to make decisions.
4: They're empowered to make this decision. Mm-hmm. Right. Once the police come, the police say, okay, well, who's the, who's the manager? Let me yep. speak yep. to the manager. Let me hear their story. Once that manager and the police get there, right. Once they say, Hey, I want this person taken out of our establishment. All bets are off, right? At that point, you can't now hop on the police and say hey why the police do what they do mm-hmm. the police got called there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they were doing <laughs> their job
1: as it relates to the situation
4: as it relates to this situation right mm-hmm. so I, I don't think you can uh, you know hop on all the other inf- uh, instances that's happened with police in the past you got to yeah take it situation by situation and i had
1: to get broken down on that so i tell you uh just in my in my group meetings in my conversation with quite a few of my sme staff uh quite a few of my experts that have joined um i was one to jump on that bandwagon and say yo these cops could have definitely discerned this situation a lot different um and the outcome could have been a lot different uh I, I i have a good guy one of my good friends good alright it takes a lot for me to call somebody a friend one of my good friends that um, you know has discerned several situations like that has been on several calls he's a cop he's a frat brother of mine all that Mm -hmm. who goes to different calls and he listens to both sides and he decides what the hell he wants to do you know what I'm saying? Cops are empowered since we use that same word mm-hmm. for the assistant manager. Cops are empowered to make these type of decisions. So I felt the decision of the cops that were called was extremely wrong, including the black cop that sat there and watched it all go down in the video, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I'm okay with being wrong and saying, look if they are being posed as being trespassers mm-hmm. and someone in the employer side said yes this is what they're doing this is what I observed blah 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 and we again don't know if there was any conversation between an employer and the black folks that may have said hey if y'all ain't buying nothing y'all need to leave and they, you know, they said no nah, we ain't leave." who knows if that even happened or right. if we have any visibility to that all we know is uh, an employee called the cops showed up, cops escorted them out So I need to remove cops exactly. From this situation yep. mm-hmm. I'm with you and I'm okay with saying Hey guys, with the information we have
2: I'm wrong in that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree So let's talk about the, the aftermath Of the situation Aftermath. Uh, what happened?
1: Two black guys escorted. Yep. Starbucks said, "Hey, we're disappointed that yep. these two guys was uh, 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 were arrested for this." Mm-hmm. Um, there was a big outlash uh, 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 from the black community, Correct. and I guess in, in some regard, I'm not going to disrespect any of the white folks or mm-hmm. any other community out there that feel that this was wrong in, in, as well. Mm-hmm. there was an outlash uh, across the board, right. nationwide. There's a lot of people upset about this. Um, and Starbucks reacted. What are they doing here
2: in a few days or in a few weeks here for it? They may 29th. All Starbucks in the nation of the United States will be closed due to all employees going to racial training,
1: mm-hmm. racial bias training,
2: right? racial bias training. Mm-hmm. I think that was the perfect move. I don't know what better move could, be, could have been made by a corporation. Because I felt they took it on and say, if one of our managers made this mistake, then all of our managers could possibly make this mistake. The best way we can nip this in the bud is to give them training. If this happens again, we'll deal with it then. But right now, we've actually set out and say, hey, our managers have been through racial bias training. Should racial bias training be given on a a corporate level? You want to say no, but in America right now, yes, it's needed. I take discrimination training at my job. I know you you other people that other experts here that work for other corporations take discrimination training at their at their corporations. Um I think it was a good move. I think there's more that Starbucks can do than just do the racial training. But I think right now with them making that move, it was a great, great situation. Dre, speak on. It. Uh, I, I don't, I don't like the, the racial bias training,
3: not not one bit. Um, for me, I, I like I just feel like, you know, what do you sit in the room and give a pop quiz? All right, two black guys walking your store, what do you do? That's that's it's stupid to me. Um, I don't agree with it. Have you sat through a racial bias or implicit bias training before? Dr. No, I haven't. Uh, but you know the, the, that that reactive move, I just don't like. Nobody never trained. I, I've never had to be trained how to deal with white people, or how to deal with Hispanics, or how to deal with my people. Uh, it's, for me, it just goes back to the golden rule: whether you read the Bible or not. I think everybody knows the rule: you treat people like you want to be treated. So if you walk in the store and sit down, and somebody call the police on you, do you like it or not? You know, it's.
2: it's, 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 it's I think for me, but I, th- I think that goes back to. Dre, the the dream that we have that there sh- this training shouldn't exist because everybody should treat everybody equally. But still, at the same time, that's not what the current phase is in America. And so this training is needed. And the reason I say that is because think of the Me Too movement. When a lot of people were getting caught up for some things they did in the past, the companies they worked for implemented you know, uh, discriminatory training—how to deal with women in the workforce, how to deal um, with uh, relationships uh, during the, on the job. You know, uh, these trainings need to be implemented because if people don't know, they don't know. They're as ignorant as what they're taught, and so if, if they don't, if they're not taught this growing up. They're to c- continue to implement these behaviors, so somebody needs to teach them. Whether they should have been taught in school or not, they haven't. These are grown people that's making these mistakes, and the training needs to be implemented somewhere, somehow, to try to somehow nip this in the bud.
1: So I'm, I'm going to put this in perspective, man. H- humans, uh, all of us, uh, whether black, white, nah, I don't care what color you are, what race you're a part of, what origin you come from, uh, we all make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We all have our own different backgrounds. We all have our own experiences that have formed us to be who we are today. Every last one of us. So to give you a, a quick quote here from Starbucks, the company said it would be guided by several heavyweight names on racial bias issues. So, again, this is related to their bias training, including former U.S. Attorney General Eric Holder, NAACP Legal Defense and Education Fund President Sherilyn Ifill, Equal Justice initiative founder brian stevenson and adl or anti-defamation league ceo jonathan Greenblatt. they will also help measure its effectiveness or critical a critical issue critical that training expert says is often lacking in many diversity training programs so i've been and dre hasn't as he just mentioned here on the on the podcast has not been a part of one of these trainings I've been a part of several of these trainings with several companies in the retail atmosphere right and I tell you I'm enlightened as a black male listening to these training programs um, not just from those in the room that may have been black but from Caucasians from whites from all different type of races that have been in that room as well there's a lot of information a lot of things that other people um, how they feel about situations How they feel about uh, Different races How they feel about different things That may transpire in their Experiences in the past Things that they've been formed From parents, predecessors Or anybody that has come Into, uh, into contact with them To now That is real So to say that this type of uh, Training is uh, is Not needed in any type of Retail environment or any environment in general is wrong in my personal opinion because we have to know how other people view things. We have to know how other people may respond to things and we have to know that not just our view is the right view. We have to understand that there is a difference between unconscious and conscious bias we have to know that there is a level of racism in things that you know i may have that maybe you fred Wynn, does not have yeah. okay. we have to understand that how you may handle a situation may be different yeah. than how i may handle a situation um and i know not, i know uh billfold and after Bill Folt, I would love to hear from 911, who's also been through some of these trainings at a different level, and I'm even say a higher level. And I'm gonna just put that out there. That's IMO. That's in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, at a different level than any of us here at this table. But I want to hear from Bill Folt, who's been through these trainings in the retail um, sector, and how those potentially have impacted him as a leader. Bill Folt.
4: Um. So. <clears throat> You said a lot there, but I will just speak on the... I have sat through these uh, racial bias classes, and you used the word enlighten, and I'm going to piggyback off that word because I think the one thing that I took from them is uh, we all come into uh, work forces with biases, right? Believe it or not.
1: Yeah. And,
4: and to some people, that's hard to believe. Facts. But it's, that, that's a true thing. So, you know, what may seem uh, racist to one person may not be racist to another, right? And it's not as simple as uh, treat others the way you want to be treated because I may have a different gauge on how I want to be treated versus this person over here, right?
1: Or so, in other words. I may have a different gauge on how another race exactly. maybe want to be treated, or how that race impacts how I want to treat them. Exactly. Okay. So,
4: go ahead. No, go ahead. No, wait. Uh, I, I can. I ain't lost my thought. Go ahead.
1: Like,
3: just the, treat me how you want to be treated.
4: Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't. I can't.
3: I can't put that towards a, a race, another different group of people. Do you want to be treated that way? But so oh, but, you, but you
1: you're coming from a you're coming from a black perspective. You're coming from a perspective where uh, uh you know, I mean, coming from the hood, if I'm if, if you don't mind me sharing, right? I mean you've seen a lot of things, Dre. You've seen a lot of things that maybe this assistant manager's or others in this world or others that uh Bill Fold has related to in his career, right, have been dealt. Like this is a different deck of playing cards man mm-hmm. that you've seen so that golden rule means something different to you than it may mean to others because they they may have felt you know what i'm saying i need to now protect myself yeah i need to now protect the interests of starbucks i need to now protect the interest of all the others that are in this room uh, buying Starbucks product or enjoying our free Wi-Fi, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's right, wrong, or indifferent. That's how they felt. And this bias or unconscious bias training that they're about to endure that Bill Fowl went through, in my opinion, is going to be enlightening for them to make different decisions going forward. So, Bill Fowl, if you could just give us one to to, to three you know what I'm saying? True enlightening moments that happen for you in this training. I'd I love
3: about that. Yeah,
1: I'd love to hear those before we ne- before we hand
4: this over to Bill. Uh, uh, hand this over to nine one one. All right. So one of the main things was it, we talk about intimidation, right? Mm. So big one as yeah. it relates to the Starbucks situation. I am a 6'2", 200 two hundred pound black male, right? a big black nigga. Right. So two. Samantha over there who's a five foot two white female, I may be intimidating, right? Regardless if I have on a suit or a hoodie, I may be just intimidating. But why? There's other six two
1: white males that walk into the building. Yeah, but Bill Foe, why are you intimidating?
4: It can be a comfort level. Maybe she hasn't. Maybe she's grown up around people that all look like her. Mm. This is her first interaction with somebody who looks like me.
1: In this type of situation. Right.
4: Now, does that make her wrong? To some people, we may say, yeah. What what makes him intimidating because he's a 6'2 black male? Well, in her mind, she's intimidated. I can't fault her for that now I may see why us, is she
3: intimidated though
4: but that's because of her biases we all come in with biases I think, no, I if think, I've I'll, been in a household where well no if I've been in a household yeah. where it's been hammered in my head I, you don't fear this you don't fear that that's within you so you can be in a situation where you may not feel I need to call the cops right another person may be in the exact same predicament and say hey This looks a little sketchy to me. I'm going to call the authorities, right? That don't make me right and make her wrong or vice versa. So I think that's one thing that you can't overlook, right? Experiences and what's your level of intimidation, right? Another thing would be, uh, I think, so (laughs) using the Starbucks situation, right? I think the the assistant manager or whoever, right? Maybe we got to... The hiring process just needs to be different, right? Everybody's not, I hate to use the word called, but I'll just say called Mm -hmm. to be in the position of authority, right? So some people, instead of going over there, having a conversation with these two black males sitting over there, hey, are we, what are we doing? Are we we buying or are we, what, what are we doing, right? That conversation probably would have changed the whole outcome. They could have, do we know that they went over there and, found out were they waiting for a third person or did they jump to the assumption of, hey, this looks sketchy, let me call the cops. So I think doing your due diligence as a manager, you got to do that. You can't be a key holder on any level of retail and not do due diligence. Otherwise, you'd be calling the cops every day for any and everything.
1: So are you you saying that due diligence should be brought upon anybody we have that may be in our establishment that's not buying something or if i have that feeling about someone in particular i'm having that conversation are you talking
4: consistency i'm talking consistency across the board okay right and i said due diligence but i think i think the breaking it down to a simpler form would be customer service right going over there starting the conversation I love that. You know, and I think starting that conversation will enlighten you with every customer that walks in that door. Everybody's that. not coming to buy coffee. Some people are coming just to, hey, I have some time to kill. I'm just sitting, killing 30 minutes, right? And I think the more you know about a customer, you'll react different to every situation, all right? So- God, Lee.
1: yeah. So, so, Bill, you just... In my personal opinion, I want to make sure I throw that out there. IMO, I ain't speaking fast to me or anybody else in this room. I think you just nailed it around the intimidation factor. So it all boils down to that customer service factor, right? So I want to know why you're here and what you're doing and what's going on. And can I service you so that you leave with Starbucks at the highest level of standard? Exactly. Right. How can I help you? Is it can you log into your Wi-Fi? Can you are you buying something or are you just sitting here? You want to enjoy the level of, uh, 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 of the atmosphere that's going on right now. Is the temperature okay to you? Do you need some water? What is the case, right? You know what can I do so that you walk out of here saying, "Man, they took care of me in there." So great point around the intimidation factor there, Bill. Fold nine one one. As it relates to some of the some of the the, the training you've experienced. Um, as it relates to unconscious or conscious Or implicit bias training However you want to phrase this thing How can you bring some of your experience To this situation
0: um, I think one of the things you learn in Where you go through implicit bias, racial bias training It's all the same thing It's bias and it's about your personal bias So the, the, the training that you get is not to learn how to, you know, to put yourself in somebody else's shoes necessarily or think how somebody else thinks or how to accommodate them is to you to realize and assess your own personal biases and how that affects your actions or decisions that you may choose to make or how you may feel or in a certain situation and things of that nature. So what, like I said, I I applaud Starbucks for it because... Whether you want to say uh, you feel like in 2018 people shouldn't do it, you know, regardless, you know, is racism ain't going away. Period. Uh, people are going to have their biases uh, based on whatever, and it's and, and it's not necessarily even always the case where it's a a bias that somebody has, and it's just a white and black situation. It could be black people and they have a bias against other black people if they see him come in a certain way. Yeah, I was it could be it like could be black people that a black person could have been the manager. He's seen somebody come that's in huge. with you know with the suit or with you know dressed down in Gap or Hollister versus somebody came in with some, some phone poses and some Robin Hood jeans and they got a different vibe and it's like oh this person might you know might be a, a trouble starter or something like that. Like something that plays in their head like okay you're assessing like oh he from whatever side of town that has a high crime area or he's this isn't that he's that type of person or he has grills in his mouth so he ain't really here to buy coffee it's something about to pop up and not thinking that somebody that had grills in their mouth can come in there and just say no nah, I just want a chai latte and, and that actually be the case so I think that's what you uncover in the implicit bias train is not it's not teaching you how to deal with people, it's you assess you assessing and coming to grips, coming to terms with biases that you may have about other people based on appearances and it and it also goes beyond skin color because I'm sure that's not that's not the first two black people that ever came into that establishment. And regardless of however they may have been dressed or appeared, they shouldn't have been arrested based on that either because they didn't, you know, if that person did, you know, that wasn't their first encounter with black people, maybe the black people that they have interacted with, dressed and talked and looked and acted a certain way, that doesn't mean that these people should have had the police called on them, just because they didn't necessarily fit the mold of how they think somebody is supposed to act who's a, uh, going to be a, a patron of Starbucks and things of that nature, so touching on that, that's just implicit bias training, um, Few other things I ain't get to touch on as far as just saying the police involvement and reaction to it like I said that's that's, that's it's, it's 100% on the manager so a lot Agreed. of times with you know Agreed. police situations and people being arrested and things of that nature a lot of times people like to throw out terms like de-escalation and things of that nature but really it was never an escalated situation to de-escalate so you can say it could have been de-escalated but that would be inaccurate use of the term as far as what should have been done because it was never escalated situation um, it didn't end in any type of violence any type of use of force anything like that so it wasn't a de-escalation that needed to occur so somebody could peacefully say and say hey I'm just here waiting I know other people are in here and they're you know they probably haven't bought anything either and I'm not leaving they can say that without yelling or causing a ruckus or anything that seems to be uh anything major but if that shop owner shopkeeper whoever it is a manager whatever has asked them to leave when the police show up you know they're under obligation to have those people leave because that person has the authority to ask anybody leave from that establishment ban anybody from that establishment and the police has to enforce that based on that person's request as the person in charge of that establishment Same as if anybody in your house and you call the police and a person can be nice and cordial when they show up and say, hey, you know, I'm just here, you know, kicking it. This is I'm over here with so and so. If the person who own that house say, well, I want them to leave. That person doesn't have to make a scene and turn into like a complete jerk in order for them to get squirted out. They can say, well, the owner wants you to leave. And they say, well, no, I'm not leaving because of such and such and such. Well, if you don't leave, we'll have to arrest you. It can never be an argument. Nobody, you know wrestle to the ground or getting a gun pulled out on them they say well no I'm not leaving because I don't feel I have to and the shop owner wants them to leave at that point it's effective trespassing based on the shop owner's request for them to leave and it's not anything to do with the police and it's not And then speaking further it's also I mean you have situations depending on what Starbucks you may go into or any business uh, even coffee cone black cone like I said you They have a key to their bathroom to anybody who hasn't been in there. So they regulate who can use their bathroom as well. And a lot of businesses and especially, you know, in certain areas, people do that where it's kind of like if you come in there and you actually use a restroom, they may say no, because they know you haven't patronized their establishment. And that's their right, their entitlement as a shopkeeper to say, no, we don't want people coming in off the street using our bathroom. We only want it for customers everybody in here has been into a business other than Starbucks who's had that policy where you ain't getting access to that bathroom remains locked and you got to get a key to go use it and they only gonna give you that key if they know like oh yeah he already ordered something so to put it that's what I said to put it on Starbucks as a corporation I don't deem it as something that's completely fair because that was that manager making that decision and it's not something that's been continuous throughout the black people going to starbucks and their involvement it was that single isolated person so starbucks taking a step back to say hey this isn't cool we don't stand by it we don't stand by that person's decision and we want to make sure that for future references everybody knows whether they're just a you know barista or they mop the floors or anything else they are manager assistant manager whoever they are it's not cool for you to make decisions because you have a bias against somebody because they came in there and they have dreadlocks or they have a grill or they had a hoodie on or whatever the case, like you need to assess that situation in in a better light, in a more informed way with complete awareness of your biases that you might have and put your biases in check to make sure that person returns to Starbucks and continues to patronize and make sure that Starbucks treats anybody that walks in that door equally
1: couldn't couldn't agree with you more i think the uh, the basis of uh, of your recap around your experience as it relates to this type of training is the internal piece versus the external the internal piece versus the external yes i said it twice because this training helps you assess you And there's a, uh, based off of the names that I just dropped, they just said in their release that there are going to be external people that are coming in that aren't a part of Starbucks that have written this level of program, this training program that's going to be released to uh, 7,500 or 8,000 employees or or how many people is it? 8,000 stores. 8,000 stores. 175,000 employees. Um to, to, to get you all to sit down and listen to this training program so that you can assess you, so that you can make the right decision as it relates to Bill Fold's point, your customer. They didn't say your black customer. They didn't say your white customer. They said your customer. And at bill folds point, you need to know each and every one of your customers and i think this training allows for everybody managers included right to understand what they're dealing with as it relates to human beings that walk in patronizing or not a starbucks establishment so dre being one that hasn't been through that and being one that is against this that may think that this is you know a political standpoint or something that you know is just some hey let's just put this out there real quick we're gonna move on it we're gonna we, we we got some negative press and I understand there may be some of y'all out there that think that this is what it is and to in my opinion it's late that Starbucks is doing this being the level of yes. yeah, being the level of a uh, 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 of establishment as they are being in the fortune five that they are um you know again i don't know if they've done this before i haven't done that type of research but for them to be rolling this out right now after an incident that has happened in one of their locations one of their company owned i want to make sure i share that as well because there may be there may be a starbucks in your world in your current local city that isn't participating on the 29th Hmm. Right? Because they didn't say that they're rolling this out into their franchise locations. Mm. They said they're rolling this out into their company owned. Locations mm. so that everybody receives this type of training, right? Right. So don't hold that against them. They can't control people who you know what I'm saying have bought into or invested in the Starbucks and they're running their own world. Um, they may not. They may not shut down. So I don't want to see those posts on IG. I don't want to see those. Oh, my Starbucks ain't shut down. They don't care. No, we're well, not
2: company. Owned. I want to speak. I want to speak onto them not having the training already. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is the good point. Yeah, um, it could be a comfort level. Um, they're founded in the Washington area, Seattle, Washington area, and up there things are more more relaxed, a little bit more liberal across the board. Okay, regardless and, of race, i have yeah, been in Portland. Yeah, it's different. So, Oregon. Is Oregon different. Yeah. <laughs> so, one well, of Portland, Oregon, where they're at, and so because of that, you say, hey, you know, I know my employees since we were founded. I don't know how my employees interact with their customers. I don't think we need this training. You know, we you gotta think there's a third party that's supplying these trainers. That's supplying these trainers, okay? And so there's a there they lay it out. Hey, you want these amount of trainers, this is how much it's gonna cost. You want the you want the bronze package, you want the silver package, you want the gold package, okay? Agreed. And look and then looking at it and you they pick and choose. Like today I was picking direct TV and I could add certain packages to whatever I direct TV now, and I can add certain packages to what I wanted to watch. Like that, they can add certain packages. Well, I might want the bronze, but let me get this added. Well, let me get—I might get the silver. But let me get this added. But if my employees are treating customers to the top customer service experience that the nation is known from what we've experienced, why would I have to go get this uh, racial bias training if my customers aren't running into this issue of? Being racially biased, you
0: know, and, that, and I think the reason of that because your employees is society, is the world. You don't pull your employees out of a vacuum with people, agree, perfect human beings who not service service people. These are people who have been crafted in their own individual households, own individual neighborhoods, own individual uh races, ethnicities, upbringing. and talk things Facts. on their own, agree. Starbucks didn't take people from birth and breed them to be baristas and assistant managers, story managers. They were bred by their parents in their environment.
1: Start right, so take people from they, where they, 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 they started, started and say, I need every last one of y'all to That said, is why, why
0: they would do something like this at agree. this point. And yeah. I think most organizations, most companies, most governments in general, when problems come about, they are reactive in nature and not proactive. Agree, totally agree. That's, that's just that's just a general nature. That, whatever whatever company you're part of, whatever organization you belong to, if you work for the government in general, things that are done in part of that entity is going to be more reactive nine times out of ten, and proactive. And that, and that, people like, try to do proactive things uh, to 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 not always be proactive but at the end of the day, what happens is always going to be. That's always going to be more action done based on what happened, as opposed to prevention.
2: And, they, and that goes back to my point. I think they realized they should have bought they should have bought that gold package instead of that silver package. But this also goes back to the Me Too movement, like I brought up earlier. These companies are being you know reactive in their trainings. Now they have to go back and do the sexual harassment training. Now they have to do the uh, work environment, and, and it's the, it's even crazy. The,
0: even the Me Too movement is still it's culture society. Yep, men agreed. have been bred a certain way from upbringing to. Uh, where they fall into these situations where they treat women a certain way, and it's not based upon oh, this is the way. Uh, they said I can act if I work for uh, Wells Fargo, if I work for IBM, or if I work for Apple. They said I can treat the female employees this way. Yeah, like that's that's beyond that corporation. That's be that's more societal perspectives, roles people have been shaped to believe that goes beyond when they signed a contract of employment mm-hmm. with that particular company or organization yeah. so it's not I think you can put too much on a company based on an employee's action to say that they should have been did this or they should have been Agreed. did that mm-hmm. when something becomes a problem it's more important that you address it as opposed to overlook it Yeah. Uh, and I think that's what they're doing yeah. they are addressing it in some form of fashion and you can size them up to say well why didn't you do it before Why because it didn't present itself as a problem same thing as you would do in your house. So, like, you're not going to say, "Oh, let me go do something. Let me go fix something in my house," until you notice, like, "Oh, it's a problem." Yeah, and I,
1: not yeah. So,
2: let, let me put this out there. Real quick, let me go. No, no, so let me go real quick. Every
1: corporation <laughs> does something with sexual harassment. All right? right. Every corporation does something with racial discrimination. You can't say that. No, you cannot no, say that. No, every corporation, yes. Yeah. No. Okay. you have not worked for every okay, corporation. Okay. Maybe, you cannot maybe, say that. You're right. You're right. And this is proven and, right and now. So, so and, I, and I'll, I'll think also think say this: No, no, and no. this day in age, Bice most
0: do, and is. I don't think most. We can not say all. I, I think this is in day and age. Those do most have some type of diversity training, and this implicit bias, racial bias, bias training. At this
1: level, it's, it's, a it's very
0: popular. Starbucks and have to look too far and wide to find somebody that can orchestrate. Uh,
2: racial bias that, training
0: that, that goes, because it's because it's being utilized against so many companies. But that still
2: go back to my point. My point was saying that they have gotten comfortable in their in their employees' customer service.
1: I disagree. I think this is a different level of racial discrimination training. I think there are modules out there amongst any company that is in the. Fourteen five. five. Yes. They, so they are doing something as it relates they, to they racial all, discrimination. And, I, and
2: again, I think that when the, the training package was presented to Starbucks, they picked the silver package instead the gold package. They left out this portion of, of racial training.
0: I, I, I but, don't think they overlooked it. I think they addressed it more so. And I think most places, if and, you look and at it.
2: may have been more look, broad.
0: Yeah, And, and I think correctly. if you look at because places more in the narrow, service industry, maybe. I'm not going to assume that. Uh, because we have, we're waiting on incidents to happen or it hasn't happened at Chick Fil A that all their employees have went through uh, racial bias training. No, and, and and anything with training, it doesn't necessarily alle- alleviate the problem completely. It can still happen. You can go through implicit bias training, racial bias training. And same thing can happen. And,
2: and uh, Starbucks be back and, in and the and news action, next and month. Action,
0: you know, it's something. Something can still happen next year, May twenty twenty nineteen. Somebody can make a decision where Starbucks doesn't stand behind, and it can pretty much speak to this person making a decision based on their own implicit bias.
2: Yeah. So, these 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 are my final thoughts on it. I hate that it took this situation to happen for Starbucks to react. But what I do hope is that this situation makes a lot of other corporations proactive in their training. And that's my final thought on the situation.
4: Bill Folt? Hey. Nothing, man. I think we nailed all the points. There you go. Yeah. No more to add to that. Dre? I still think it's fuck
2: shit. But, uh, <laughs> you're entitled to that? And I'm sure you're not the only expert that thinks that way. I don't. I don't. I don't fact, I know I you're mean, not the only expert that thinks that the, way. Insane. I don't, I don't agree with it. Because...
3: Because for me it's still I'm going back to the root of the problem. Two black boys got arrested for sitting down in the store. So now let's talk about how black people should be treated in the stores. How how I take it. Mm -hmm. Like how I'm a black man. So now they gotta take a training on how to deal with me. And I get what y'all said. I like to have a lot of fun with situations. So my remark about uh, what do you do when two black guys walk in the store? That's more or less a joke. But I, I but I mean it in a sense. But it's funny. I like to, just as they were ignorant about this shit, I like to make ignorant jokes. Um, but at the end of the day, it's like, all right, we're going to have black males coming in this store. They're going to have on sweatpants. They're going to have on the gray jacket, flip-flops. And how are you going to react going forward when they come in the store? I, I, I don't
1: know. I don't like it at all. Hey, yeah, we respect nice. every expert that gets on this always. Mic. Yeah, as always. Mm-hmm. And we, we respect I tell you right now, shout out to, to 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 Dre that brought this up in our group me as we was talking through mm-hmm. Starbucks mm-hmm. And, and making this a, a a podcast and Bill Foles saying we need to get on the mic to speak through what's happening right now with Starbucks and how this outcome may maybe and you know I respect both of y'all for bringing this to the platform so I'll tell you my last point thank you Starbucks and assistant manager yeah you needed to go this was a bad decision that you made Mm -hmm. based off of it hopefully you grow
2: For every action, there's a reaction.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. for every action, there's a reaction. And right now, I think Starbucks is trying to be reactive to something that one of their employees did that has impacted them worldwide. This is a global issue. Right now, they are addressing it it, where it happened, which is nationwide here in the United States of America. So 911, last point, last comments as it relates to Starbucks, this assistant manager, Uh as well as the buyer's training.
0: Um, I would say I I, I don't you know necessarily I don't, I don't I'm not knocking Starbucks on them rolling out this training as a reactive move. I don't hate that this moment have had to happen for them to roll this out because this training it, it ain't a fix all, and it and it's not something that's that's going to you know it's you just, it's something it's, it, it's it's something I mean right and you, you can't you
2: can't fix 175 thousand people and
0: you can't change you know 400 plus years of how the relationship between races in this country have existed over time you can't change that either mm-hmm. so you're a corporation you're doing business uh I, I think it's a bigger knock if you choose not to address it at all and just act like it didn't happen so i i, I don't knock them for uh being reactive with rolling out this training here and now i think people like to live with false senses of security when it comes to mm. their own personal safety, where, whether it comes to where racism exists. When something happens to a black person and is you know is wrong, you can look at it and say it's wrong. I don't expect that to not happen. Like I expect it to happen. Uh because I know the history of this country. I know uh I know how people perceive black men in general when it comes to maybe their appearance in Different situations, stuff like that. Like, I, I I know what the perception is, and it is often an inaccurate one. Sometimes it's accurate, but a lot of times it could be inaccurate, as in this case um, where they misjudged somebody, uh, took it way out of proportion from where it needed to go, and and that's pretty much where it happened. Like, it went where it didn't need to go. But I'm not for I'm not ever going to be fooled or think that I live in a country where things based on somebody's race appearance they won't be treated unfairly uh you like know i said like it's, it's, it's just not going to happen that's not the world that we live in and people want to pretend that they live in this utopian society where everybody gets along and there is no racism and everybody is safe and then when something happens it's like oh my god oh my god i can't believe this happened it's like why not people have free will they do what they want to do so whether somebody wants to go uh, shoot up shoot up a school or call the police on two black people waiting on somebody else so they can go uh, whatever they were doing hit them all or whatever they were gonna do later so um, that's 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 what that speaks to and it like said that that whole like I said false senses of security it, it, it can go to uh, different conversations and stuff like that but my my, my, my last takeaway is just don't be surprised when stuff happens. Like expect stuff to happen. Expect for black people to get treated unjustly in certain different situations. Expect for mm-hmm. women to get treated different ways in certain situations unjustly. You know, expect for things to happen. Expect for the safety of your loved ones to be compromised in different situations because it's going to happen. There are no guarantees in this world that we live in. And when you accept that, you can stop pointing fingers and just live and move on and address situations. I think in a more productive manner because that's pretty much what we have when things happen. You have a lot of finger pointing, but it's really things that expose the way people think in the society that we live in. And it's just, oh, you just, it's something you're not confronted with every day. Right. And you just hate to see it when it happens. Right. And you should hate to see it when it happens, but I don't think you should be surprised by it.
2: Right. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. I, I wanted to hear from each and every one of y'all. And Please. I think we did that tonight. Yeah. So you talking Bill Fo? Appreciate your love, man. Yes. Appreciate the uh, the points you 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 dropped. Thank you. Uh, I think extreme uh, 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 beneficial, extremely beneficial points around intimidation and just some of your level of internal experience as it relates to this bias training and just this Starbucks experience, Dre. We appreciate every point you provided. Like I ain't got to agree with any expert that gets here on this mic. As it relates to this situation or any other that we may speak on. It's so, their expertise. Yep. And, and not only is it their expertise, but it's also uh, Dre is coming from a point or a voice of others that may be listening here Agreed. on this on his podcast. So, we thank Thanks. you for that, Dre. Thank you. Bill Fowl, uh 911, uh, 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 thank you for your expertise and your uh, your experience as it relates to this as it relates to this topic fred as always my co-host fred mm-hmm. win thank you for the love thank no you for your words sure. as it relates to this appreciate um, you too. to this podcast yeah i think i come from a different world different level as well um on here and hopefully provide some points experts we want to hear from you we've been on here for over an hour hour and three minutes hour four minutes hour five um as it relates to this starbucks experience um do I think it's effed up? Do I think it's messed up? Yes. Do I think it's wrong what this assistant manager did? Is it right for me To to, to blame the company of Starbucks? Partially yes because they hired him. And these are some of the things that they now have to deal with as it relates to visibility? Yeah. These are some of the things that you now need to you know I'm saying need to 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 feel. You need to hear what the people of Philadelphia are saying. You need to hear now what the nation is saying. You need to hear now what the black community is saying because we're impacted. Yes, you need to. Yes, you need to react. One hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Dre, last minute, last words. What you got?
3: We can't reach this enough. I I Googled black-owned coffee shops. 47 popped up instantly. Top post from east to west, Hmm. north to south. Find one. Uh, Not only black coffee shops, but we need to shop with each other more often. And every day we get reminded why. And uh, this is a big one because I don't think Coffee Cone's going to call the police on me for going in there and sitting down. And,
1: and I, and I got to give you that point, man. Coffee Cone Cafe. Um, I'm going to give 911 this quick plug here before we go. Uh, Coffee Cone Cafe sitting at 9620 uh, University City Boulevard here in the city of Charlotte, North Carolina. Queen uh, City. 28213. Um, I was sitting around trying to do some work. Uh, here at the house and 911 was like, hey, I'm doing some work down here at Coffee Cone. Uh they got some great coffee and you know they got free Wi-Fi. And I think they give you the Wi-Fi passcode if you buy something, you can sit here in a world and they establishment and they restaurant and they coffee house and they barista um for free. Uh <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you just come on down. So guess what I did? I went on down and I joined 911. Um, and I enjoyed my time down there at coffee cone. Uh, I asked her and I say this and I tell you, I said this verbatim when I walked into this black owned coffee house. I said, Hey, I enjoyed my car- caramel macchiato from Starbucks. I really do. I almost get one daily. I'll put it at 5 to 6 times a week. Mm. I get me this caramel macchiato upside down. 5 to 6 pumps vanilla, facts, <laughs> extra whipped cream, caramel drizzle. At Starbucks, and they nail it. Guess what she did? 911, you know exactly what she did. She nailed my drink. Mm. Uh, I will tell you, it was comparable, if not better, than any Starbucks drink I received down here at Coffee Cone Cafe at 9620 University City Boulevard A. So, uh, shout out to Coffee Cone. I challenge each and every one of you, whether it's related to this Starbucks situation or any other, any other. You can find other black-owned businesses at webuyblack.com. We buy yep. You can find any others in your neighborhood. And I'm not just pushing black-owned. Um, any any local industry um, business that may be local to you, mm-hmm. find them, patronize them, give them some money so they can continue to live and do what they do on a daily basis and serve you at levels that you may be surprised are at levels of some of these nationwide companies all right give them a shot give them a shout out um, as we continue to live and move forward and progress here in this nation dealing with what we deal with on a daily basis we are out peace Peace. experts we appreciate the love we appreciate the listen
2: hey make sure y'all hit us up on our social media platforms you can find us at Twitter at SME underscore podcast, on Instagram at Senseless Matter Experts, and on Facebook at Senseless Matter Experts. You can find me, Fred Wynn, on Twitter at Fred 6 or on IG at All I Do Is Win. That's A L L E Y E D O I S. W-Y-N-N. T-Hib, where can they find you?
1: Hey, man, hit me up, man. I'm on IG at T underscore Hib. H-I, Biz and boy. Biz and boy. Keep it simple. We love y'all, man. Mm.
4: Ooh. Here we
1: go. Ooh. Senseless matter Ooh. experts. Matter. Oh. 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 Check Ooh. one. T-Hib. Check two. T-Hip. Fred Win the hey, hey, hey. hey, hey. hey, hey.
4: matter expert